It's officially booking season, baby. Over the holidays and through Valentine's Day, lots of proposals are popping off and our feeds are flooded with new rings and big announcements. Right about now is when couples are looking over their calendar, crunching realistic budget numbers, and starting to reach out to build their dream vendor team. How can we boost our brand awareness and build loyalty with our clients so our inboxes become magnets for those new shiny rings? I'm so happy you're here for today's episode as I break down 10 powerful ways to build referrals as a wedding photographer. Today's episode is brought to you by The Greenhouse, your resource garden packed with templates, guides, digital workshops, inspiration, and education to help you and your business thrive. Kind of like miracle grow for your business. We all grow through seasons as photographers and entrepreneurs. I'm thrilled to help you plant some strong roots and bloom big time. Welcome to Kiana Marie Weekly, a podcast for creatives who love to celebrate wins, big or small, by dancing in the kitchen, photographers who are excited to serve their clients, and friends who are ready to chase really, really big dreams. You can find all of the resources mentioned in this episode at kianamarie.com slash podcast. Join me as I share weekly motivation, chat about growing pains, finding genuine connections, and celebrating your wins through the lens of a photographer at heart. Come join me for a dance party. Ready? Let's go. Since you know I'm obsessed with lists, I'm going to share a quick list of 10 different ways you can easily educate, empower, and encourage your couples, then wrapping it all up at the end to share a ton of ideas for content generation using those 10 easy ways to bust out those referrals. The secret here is that you're already doing the work, babe. We just need to get it online. I'm going to assume that many of us listening are all across the board with wedding experience. I know I have friends listening that have been in business photographing weddings full-time for over 10 years, and some of us over 15 years. Some are picking up speed and adding education or multiple streams of income after three to five years in business. Some are just starting to get rolling and nervous about another unforeseen quarantine and want to bulletproof their business. And I bet a handful of us are just getting started. Maybe you have a couple weddings under your belt and are eager to book more. Or maybe you just joined the party now and haven't officially photographed your first wedding yet. You're welcome here. Also, since we're on the topic of making you feel welcome, even if you're not a photographer, Settle in, grab a drink, and pull out your favorite notebook. Because really, like I've mentioned a gazillion times on this podcast, business is business. And we can always apply any industry strategies to our business. It may take a little language tweaking or maybe some changes, but the lessons are always very similar. As I share the list of tips and ideas to help build referrals, I'll be starting with super easy ways as if you've never shot your first wedding to the more advanced fully booked wedding experience, interested in increasing your revenue and booking more dream weddings. Let's break down the 10 different ways to build referrals as a wedding photographer. Number one, call yourself a professional wedding photographer. Now I know that sounds crazy and I really want to start at the root of all of this, but it's true. You need to embody the fact that you're legit. When someone asks you, what do you do? Don't just tell them about your day job and that you're working on becoming a photographer or that's something that you enjoy or maybe you do photography on the side. Babe, if you wholeheartedly want to be a wedding photographer and you want that to be your title, claim it. 
Okay. There's nothing wrong with saying and kind of like switching that response and saying, oh, I'm a traveling wedding photographer. I am an elopement photographer. I am a photographer obsessed with capturing the best days of your life, right? That right there is powerful. And then if they start asking questions, you can say, oh yeah, by the way, I, you know, I'm a full-time teacher currently. And, but this is, this is where I'm like what I'm pursuing that that is powerful. And it's insane. Once you start claiming that, once you start talking about it and making it your identity, others will believe it too. Like I, I don't even want to say they believe it, but they just like, they acknowledge it. Right. And that's where we get started. So tip number one, before we even go through all of these really easy tips and tricks, to be honest, uh, that's number one, we need to embody that. Okay. And I, and I have to share too, I remember struggling with this. When I first started shooting weddings, it felt weird to claim that I was a professional. Maybe I was only shooting a couple weddings at the time and I didn't feel professional, right? It wasn't until other people started calling me professional that I started to believe it. Well, I want to help you kind of fast track that belief system and break down those kind of insecurity walls and confidently help you show up as a wedding photographer simply because you decided. Now, don't get me wrong, it's going to take a lot of practice and we're going to get into these tips as we go, but it's so important for you to truly feel it and believe it. If you don't feel that way, why would anybody else trust you, right? Number two, book a brand shoot for new headshots. And this is so important because now that you feel like you are a professional, we need to match that professionalism online with legit photos. Now, I know that not all of us can afford this, you know, crazy two, three, four, five thousand dollar, you know, brand experience. But I can guarantee you that you can find a friend that maybe they would be willing to trade with you. I know my friend Tara Dunn is incredible. And we have been trading literally for the last year back and forth all the time for photos. It's been the biggest blessing in my life. Um, She's just so awesome. And I love that we have a very similar style. So when we do photograph each other, it feels really aligned with me. And that just is going to take you going out and practicing and meeting new people, right? I have worked with other photographers in the past. And although I love them unconditionally, they don't photograph like me and it doesn't feel genuine to me and my brand. So this is why it's important for you to get out, meet new people, show up and go do fun things, which I'll get into later with, with more of these tips. But definitely starting with that, that brand shoot is going to elevate you. Okay. Like I said, like we can claim it and we can embody it, but to visually see it and just feel powerful. If you're looking for some brand inspiration, go check out Natalie Frank. Abby Grace photo just did an incredible like revamp for her. And I mean, it's just, it's just powerful. It gave me the chills to see it like in person, like just in person, like I saw it online. But that's what I'm talking about. Like it's a complete elevation of your brand. And um, that's going to kind of ripple down into your work and kind of create that legitness. So definitely book that brand shoot. And if you're local here to Arizona, hey, hit me up. I've mentioned before, I have these lucky 13 shoots that are so fun. So if you just need an affordable little touch point, kind of like a little mini party to help boost your self-esteem, make you feel gorgeous. And of course, leave with a handful of really fun images. Let's connect. Number three, update your website, especially your services and your about me pages. Okay. Now that you are embodying it, you have those badass images. It's time to actually refresh your website. I can't tell you how many times I see so many photographers and entrepreneurs 
creatives, everyone. We are always updating and refreshing our Instagram stories and our Instagram posts and our social media. But maybe we have some photos on our website that are from like four or five years ago. Now, they may be statement images that we're so incredibly proud of, but it's time for a refresh, babe. Okay. Not only does that elevate your brand with fresh and impressive photos and behind the scene videos, but it also, once again, shows that you're busy and shows that you have a new work and that you're in demand. Okay. That's really important. Number four, take your camera everywhere. Now, I believe there's this ugly stigma that taking your camera places and not getting paid for it is ridiculous and that you should not be doing anything for free or trade or for exposure is just like just bad, right? Well, I'm here to kind of rattle that unpopular opinion and say, no, babe, you're a photographer, okay? (laughs) Like it actually makes sense for you to be seen holding your camera, (laughs) like Whoa, mind blowing, right? And I don't mean to sound snarky or like, you know, rude or like weird about it, but it's true. You need to not only practice. So, getting yourself in so many different lighting situations, whether that's heading to the farmer's market in that, you know, 9, 10 a.m., really bright sun. Uh, maybe you're meeting friends for a happy hour and you're in a more darker wine bar, right? Like, here's what I'm talking about. Okay. You're not doing this for everybody else. You're doing this to, sharpen your craft, to show up, be seen holding your camera. And I can't tell you how many times conversations have started when people ask like, oh, like, what do you do? Like, they clearly see that I have my camera. And then I mentioned, oh yeah, I'm a wedding photographer or I'm a brand and content photographer. And it opens the door to so many opportunities. Now, when I say bring it everywhere, I really mean everywhere. Like I mentioned before, take it to your local farmer's market, pop in. This is a challenge for you. I wasn't anticipating this, but pop into like three of your favorite vendors that you see that you see all the time, or maybe someone new to your local farmer's market, photograph them, take a couple images like of their, of their products, of them working their booth. And then, you know, scan their little QR code, grab a card or look them up on Instagram and share it. Now, once again, this also can just be quick iPhone photos that can be very powerful as well. But my whole point is that you're getting out there and you're getting really familiar with your camera and you're being seen locally to help build that brand awareness. That's huge. Okay. And I know people will rebuttal this and say, yeah, but you're worth so much more. No, you're worth an ad tax. Well, it's kind of hard to add tax when you don't have clients, right? Okay. (laughs) I'm on a roll here. So let's just keep rolling. Okay. Note to self, take your camera as many places as you can get yourself out there and make new friends. Number five, join styled shoots across America, which is this incredible program. A friend of mine um, has been totally killing it with these and it has a huge Facebook group. Join local wedding photography groups on Facebook and sign up for as many styled shoots as possible. Okay. Now I want to highlight like why this is so important. I actually have an entire episode on showing up for your next styled shoot. This is really important because I feel like so many photographers think, yeah, but I already have really pretty images. I'm proud of my portfolio. Like if you're kind of in that like three to five year mark and you know, you've already shot a handful of weddings, you may have even have five to a dozen weddings booked for next year, which congratulations, by the way, if you're in that boat. But here's the thing. We can never run out of beautiful images. And what I find so magical about styled shoots and like all of these like collaboration shoots is the ability and the 
opportunity really to meet incredible vendors. I personally love booking styled shoots that are really close to home. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I've gone to one at San Ynez, Santa Ynez, which is the Sunstone Winery, which is where the style shoots across America was down there. I went with my friend Regina. It was just, oh my God, it was so fun and beautiful. In fact, that Sunstone Winery has, has been seen on Netflix. Like there's this really cute, um, show about like these three people that travel for all different Airbnbs. And so they actually got to go there. And I was just, I was watching the show with my mom and I'm like, mom, I was there. Like, it's just like hashtag goals for wedding venue goals. It's just beautiful. And so anyway, that was a side tangent, but I love these style shoots for the opportunity to meet new people, especially locals. Like I said, going out and traveling is fun and you're going to meet really awesome vendors from around the country and maybe even around the world as all of us are starting to check out workshops and stuff in Europe and in South America. Like it's just so fun to get out there, but I really love the the impact that you can make when you stay local and you meet really fun local vendors, because guess what? Those are the vendors that are going to refer you, right? Getting back to this whole topic of today's conversation about building referrals as a wedding photographer. That's what it's all about. Showing up, making those connections and helping each other out. Number six, invest in HoneyBook or a CRM that you love. Not only does it turn your business from a hobby photographer to a professional literally overnight, but it also comes with an incredible community of creatives from around the world. Now, I love HoneyBook simply because everything is in one location. I have my contracts, invoices, scheduling, emails, and payments all in one. It almost kind of looks like a like a Facebook event page, to be honest. Like it's just it's just streamlined and it's just it's beautiful, it's professional, it's legit. And I love that it allows me to collect credit cards. So I literally went from, hey, you can just write me a check or I didn't even have Venmo, honestly, like that's dating myself. Like when I was in high school, accepting money, like I just accepted cash or sharks tickets. Like I, <laughs> I literally went after, you know, after I started using HoneyBook, I went from just a hobbyist to a legit pro. And, and my clients knew that, like they noticed that. Right. And I also got a lot less cancellations too, because I felt like they felt like they were really booking something like purchasing a ticket to a concert or something. Like when you purchase something online, it just feels a little bit more legit. And I also love, this is another, I don't want to say hidden secret because I, I hope this is what HoneyBook is known for, but they have this incredible resource called the HoneyBook Community, which is basically like a Craigslist for photographers and creatives. And at this point, any small business owner can utilize it. And what's so great is why it say it's why I say it's kind of like a Craigslist is because you can post opportunities, you can post questions, you can post referrals, um, anything that you're looking for. So let's say you are looking to maybe get into second shooting. This is huge. Like that is a great opportunity for you to reach out. You can either share your available dates that you're interested in booking, or maybe you are a seasoned photographer looking for second shooters. And uh, it's just a great way to connect. Plus, and I love mentioning this too, like let's say you are going out to Texas for a workshop or a conference, or you're traveling to South Carolina um, with your family and you want to maybe reach out to someone specific out there, you can say, hey, like I'm going to be in this town at this time. I'd love to grab coffee with a local florist or a local videographer or something like that, right? Like it's so magical that you have a hub for other people to connect and especially in our industry. Like I say, it's like, it's like Craigslist, but it's not as scary because I feel like their business owners 
don't get me wrong. You got to be careful. There's wackos everywhere. But um, I just love that it's a resource for us and it's just, it's just amazing. So if you're interested in checking out HoneyBook, I have a link for you. I'd really appreciate it if you use my link. Um, if you're intending to purchase anyway, I get a kickback, which I'm really, really grateful for, which allows me to do these free resources for you. So if you're interested, let me know. Number seven, go on a venue tour of all of your local venues. Literally drive around town, Google them, check hashtags and research the best local venues around your town and surrounding areas. Now is a great time to ask for a venue tour. Like literally next weekend, I'm not even kidding. Now is a good time. Take your camera and photograph the venue to blog about, make reels and generate a ton of content. Now we'll get into all that at the end after I list out the 10 ideas and tips. But this reminds me of a golden nugget that Amanda Rose mentioned in episode number 40, all about adding albums to help amplify your weddings. She shared that it's actually great marketing for venues to share their, and I have air quote over here, their naked venue. So couples can envision their own wedding at their venue. Yes, couples do want to see the lavish decor, ceremony sites, cocktail areas, and maybe even the reception. But if you haven't shot a wedding at that particular venue, it's actually genius to move, to offer that blank canvas and just photograph the shots to share. This is going to be an incredible opportunity for you to get out there, check out these venues, familiarize yourself with these venues. Because I will tell you, literally every single couple that I've ever booked, ever, ever in the time of ever has asked, have you shot at my wedding before? Like, have you shot at my venue? And... What's so important about this is I've I've actually educated my couples so they know that even if I haven't physically been at their venue, I have the experience and I have the knowledge to be able to photograph it well. Like it's it's going to be fine if I haven't been there. But what a blessing for you if you have not shot that wedding before. Like if you've never been to that venue and you walk through them, like as they're doing their consultation with you and you say, Oh yeah, like I've been there. Like, absolutely. I'm very familiar with the venue. I know exactly where the ceremony site is. I know exactly where we should book your first look. Okay. Like you already are going to be legit and kind of like a saving grace for that couple that may be on the fence with booking you, but after you've already been to their venue and you're confident in the parking locations, the getting ready locations, and you know, like the ins and outs of that venue, you are already ahead. Like, I just think that's incredible. Plus, not to mention, you're going to be meeting those either wedding planners or those those venue girls, right? Like they're so friendly and they'll be excited to, to walk you through it. So yeah, I would start there. I think that's a really fun tip to really build those wedding referrals. Number eight, build out timelines with your couples before the wedding. I have a resource brewing for you that'll be available this spring to help you confidently build out the perfect timeline for each of your couples. Build trust and set the standard for excellence before the wedding. This is huge. Okay. Like, honestly, I'm going to get into the wedding experience next for tip number nine. But before we get there, it is so important to set the precedence and create a stress free wedding before it even starts rolling out. I know that even myself, I put so much pressure on myself as a photographer, even though I'm not the maid of honor, I'm not the wedding planner, right? Like I'm not even getting freaking married that day. Like it's not my wedding, but I put so much, I put stress on myself to create a stress-free wedding for my couples because I will tell you 
stressful people take crappy pictures. Like it's just the way it is. So if you can get ahead of the game, create a beautiful timeline padded with extra time and um, just help your couples feel stress-free and carefree on their wedding day where all they have to focus on is just being in the moment and not feel like they're rushing or feel like they're in this like fast paced photo shoot, that's not fun. So instead, by creating a timeline that feels stress-free, your couples are going to be so grateful and they literally will photograph better. Like they will enjoy their pictures and they will look to you and be like, oh my gosh, you made us look amazing. Like we were having so much fun that's the magic that we're trying to create here. Okay. We're not trying to like pull a fast one on anybody. We're not trying to like do some crazy sales tactics here. Like we're just trying to be good, genuine people show up and love our clients unconditionally. And it starts with one easy tool and it's, that's a timeline. Okay. So I have an episode for you all about timelines and amp- and a whole series on amplifying your weddings, where you can find a ton more of these resources and ideas to help build out a whole bunch of things before the wedding day even happens. So start there. That timeline is literally magic and your ticket to building genuine referrals because I can't tell you how many times I've worked with with a bride and two or three of her bridesmaids have booked me simply because of the way the wedding day flowed and how much fun they were having. And of course, it's my personality, right? Like I'm not trying to like toot my own horn here. I know you have an incredible personality too. You just need to let it shine, okay? So I can go on about timelines. That's a really fun topic for me and I can't wait to share more resources coming soon. So keep an eye out for that. Number nine, rock the wedding experience and share behind the scenes on social media. Okay, this literally is the bread and butter of everything. So even if you haven't shot your first wedding, just know that this is coming and you are going to create an incredible wedding experience for your couples, for wedding vendors, for their families, for their wedding parties. Like this is where... I would say the majority of my referrals come from is people witnessing me photograph a wedding. This is just, ooh, like I can just, I just get so happy talking about it because it's just, it's it's who I am. It's what I love to do. And I know that this is like your passion too. And we just have so much to offer. Okay. So I want to share before I move on to the next tip, because I want this one to be a little more like beefy as a tip. But one of the best ways that I gain incredible referrals is actually photographing the wedding party. Okay. I love being efficient. I love making it fun. I love making the girls feel beautiful and heard and this balance between letting things happen organically and, you know, like letting things unfold naturally, but then also stepping in and and curating a little bit and posing, right? Like there's there's a fine line between that. You don't want to be like too pushy and too posy and make everything too portraity and perfect. But there is so much value and I call it like gentle posing where you're setting them up, you're getting them in position, telling them what, what to do with their hands, um, telling them like kind of like where to like kind of settle their body, but then allowing movement and allowing things to flow and not feel so stiff. That's when the magic happens. And then I love, especially I have a whole episode on working with rowdy groomsmen that will definitely help you elevate your experience photographing the guys because I feel, and I mentioned this in the episode before, guys are like super opinionated, right? And they have like their own idea of efficiency and fun. And if you can be the photographer that a group of dudes look to and say, oh, do whatever she says, like, 
this little girl over here is only five, three, but she's bossing us around, right? Like in the best way, they're going to leave that wedding day thinking, wow, like that actually was really painless. And that was a lot of fun. That is the experience that you want to create in person. So people are going to be raving about you. Okay. And then I also mentioned here, the little last part was creating a ton of behind the scene videos. Check out the free guide, Book More Weddings. It's totally free to help you shine on a wedding day and to get your name out there. Number 10, have a life outside of your photography business. Now, I know that sounds crazy, and I should have mentioned this towards the beginning, but I really wanted to give you tangible things to help you get in that like wedding mindset and booking those genuine referrals. But this is so important, okay? You absolutely need to have a life outside of your business and whatever comes to mind, right? So maybe that is you picking up a dance class, um, trying new line dancing classes. Um, I mean, honestly, anything fun. I would say something kind of mix in something that helps educate you, something that entertains you, and then something that exercises your brain, right? So, um, or like physical exercise. Those types of activities are going to bring so many new people into your life. And that is what's going to boost referrals. I want you to almost think of this. I, I always try to have this mindset when I meet new people is I love chatting with them, but kind of small talk stuff about like the event, like what's going on around them and then making them laugh or making them feel comfortable or making them feel like comfortable in their own skin around me. And then eventually they they circle back to me. And I'm talking like 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes into the conversation. And they ask, oh, so, so what do you do again? Right? So what I'm getting at with this conversation is that you want to show up and be so immersed in that activity that there's no time for like boring small talk. So people like the first thing they say to you isn't, hi, how are you? Like, what do you do? It's like you're already catapulted into this real life conversation and into your environment that they look back at you and say, oh, you know, it's so nice to meet you. What was your name again? And what do you do again? Like where, you know, where do you live or where are you located? That right there is gold. And it's funny because I think most people want to like get their business out there right away. But I actually love the approach of just being human, just be yourself and then have people gravitate towards you. That's what the magic is about building those referrals, right? So like I said, go out there, go have fun, pick up a dance class, pick up yoga, go do fun things with your mom, go on road trips, like just have a really fun life that you love doing what you love, spending time with your dog, spending time with your cat or your plants, anything that makes you feel alive and honestly, like gives you that feeling of freedom that you actually started your business for in the first place, like go do those things. Okay. Like start now. Don't be like me and like go full force into your business, kind of lose yourself, miss out on things. And then look back and be like, gosh, like I wish I would have done these things differently. Start now. I know it's impossible to have a complete work-life balance, but blending the two whew, is just going to be so amazing. And this even reminds me too, it's another tangent. I was just doing um, a Zoom call with a you know content connection brainstorming session with with a friend, and it was just so cute because I was actually at my boyfriend Mike's house, and we were sitting. I was sitting in his kitchen. We just got home from a road trip. The dogs are bouncing around all over. They're excited, and Mike came into the kitchen real fast, and he looked at me like, "Oh my gosh, right? Like I'm so sorry. Like I didn't mean to interrupt you." And I just smiled, you know. And my friend was like, oh, "Is that your new boyfriend?" Right? And like they, she was just so excited to ask about him. And that's a perfect example of me blending my life 
and not being so like professional and rigid about what I'm doing and instead embracing like, hey, like this is what I'm doing. This is my life. I'm not in my normal office. Um, You know, I'm in my boyfriend's kitchen right now and, you know, things are not perfect. And I think that's beautiful. I think that's incredible. Like, so if you can figure out ways to like intertwine your daily life and your business, I feel like you are not going to get burnt out as quickly. Now that you have a refresh and a baseline for simple ways to boost wedding referrals, let's crank out a ton of lead generating content ideas. For each of these tips, you could easily create a million different content ideas through blog posts, reels, TikToks, thank you cards. Yes, actual handwritten thank you cards, Facebook posts, Instagram stories, YouTube videos, and literally anything. You can even hop on a live series interviewing local vendors and share it on Instagram live once a week. Schedule a time every week to go live on Facebook and answer questions about the wedding experience. If you're feeling stuck coming up with ideas, just photograph and record every step of your wedding experience. Sending an email, record a time-lapse of it and post it. Mailing out your wedding experience magazine. Thanks to Caitlin James. Many of us have this already. I'll link it in the show notes for you to grab. If you don't have it yet, it's been life-changing for my business. Record it, like actually record you either receiving that package of your magazine, flipping through it, maybe even updating it. Record it, share it, and share how excited you are to welcome a new couple into your world, right? Like that is just beautiful. And I think people will see that and think, wow, I want that magazine. I may have to book her, right? Maybe you're grabbing a burger with your couple after their engagement session. Share about how much fun you're having with your couples and how lucky you are to work with the best humans ever. Post about it, okay? I feel like some of us feel too braggy or feel annoying. No, babe. Like people actually want to see your life if you're doing fun things, okay? (laughs) During your next wedding day, record three to five second videos throughout the day and post about it. This is where I mentioned too, grab the free guide, book more weddings to help you easily create a ton of content at your next wedding. Sending thank you cards or canvases to your couples after their wedding. Yep, you guessed it. Record it and post about it. Maybe you haven't shot your first wedding yet. I challenge you to try these. Going on a walk with your dog, record it and share how important it is for you to stay in shape so you can run and grab the veil before sunset portraits or always be right at the right place at the right time on wedding days. Meeting up with a vendor friend for coffee, share about it and highlight their website or social media. The best way to get other people talking about your business is to start talking about it yourself. Create moments throughout your day and during your wedding experience that makes people feel something. Maybe it'll spark someone to simply want to be your friend. Start there and share content that builds trust, credibility, and value. You could be the best photographer with the most glorious images, but you'll gain more referrals and hot leads from dream couples if your photographs are just a bonus. The value you add to your wedding experience should come from you, not just your pictures, babe. I know you're loving, passionate, fun, and talented as ever. You offer an incredible experience and just need more people to slow their scroll or simply believe you're the best photographer for them. Don't make them wish you existed. You already do simply being you. We just need to get your booty online to amplify your brand. It's time to grab your sunglasses, my love, because your future is going to be so freaking bright. (laughs) Well, that concludes today's episode. I am so, so thankful for you to be here. Um, I kind of went off the cuff on this a little bit and 
instead of typing everything out, I just kind of created bullet points. So this is kind of a new flow for me. I'm really excited for this. Um, it feels a little less restricting or like I'm just reading something to you. I'm trying to tap into my intuition a little bit more about like what I feel I want to share. And so let me know how you, how you like this episode. Um, I would love, love, love a review. If you've been listening, you know, obviously that helps with getting the, the word out there and sharing all these tips and tricks. But before I forget, I just think you're amazing. And I'm so, so thankful for you. Keep on dancing, baby. Hope you have a great week. Cannot wait to see you next Monday. That's a wrap on another episode of Kiana Marie Weekly. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. You can find the resources and show notes for this episode and more at kianamarie.com slash podcast. I'd be honored if you'd show your support by leaving a review and rating on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, keep on dancing.